Welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Olivia Bercier, And I'm Sophia Osborne. And if you want to support the show, please check out our merch store at beyondblathers.square.site and take a look at the animal stickers and postcards we have for sale. So today, Sophia is going to be telling us about the barrel eye fish. Yes, I am. It's been a really long time, actually, since I <laughs> did an episode, so I'm quite excited. And I thought this would be a fun one to take on because, I don't know, you probably realized from the other episodes that I've done and stuff, but I really love deep sea creatures. They're very interesting and strange, but also a lot of times not a lot is known about them. So this probably won't be a super long episode, but I think it's it's pretty cool. Okay, so barrel eye. Is th- so this is the fish with the transparent head, right? Am I correct in that? Yeah, this is the this is the one that is like, I don't know, a Pokemon basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually that is a very accurate observation. I feel like when I've seen them, they look like a toy fish that is fake. So Yeah, it does. It looks like some kind of almost like anatomy toy or something yeah, that they would use yeah. to show you like what I don't know, the inside of a fish's head looks like. Or like in a superhero movie, it would be one of the like mutated animals that the (laughs) evil scientist was experimenting on. Like, (laughs) Maybe. Maybe that is how they were created. Maybe. Who knows? Ooh, new conspiracy. They're released (laughs) from a lab. I've been watching a lot of the X-Files, so I (laughs) I wouldn't put it past the U.S. government. And also the episode that I just watched was literally they go to a zoo where the animals keep escaping and becoming invisible and attacking people. And it turns out that aliens were abducting these zoo animals and impregnating them and then stealing their embryos. And then when they transported them back to the zoo, they became invisible. It was so wild. I thought you would appreciate that one because it was like a zoo. I need to watch X-Files. That's that's very unique. I feel like they, they didn't have to go that far, but they did. They didn't have to make the animals invisible. They could have stopped at the like alien animal hybrid, but... Yeah, no, they love to do that. It's like, oh, this episode is space ghosts or something. And I'm like, oh, wow. So it's like aliens and ghosts. <laughs> They're like, why do one when you can do two weird things? And it's not even like I expect this kind of thing in maybe like season 10 of a show, you know, like Mm -hmm. Criminal Minds or something. Like they're really reaching. Yeah, but this is like season two (laughs) of like 11. (laughs) They're like, uh, yeah, right off the bat. They know what they're about. Anyway, would recommend for more strange animals. But these are real animals that are probably not aliens. Probably not. Got to make sure we're clear about that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear more about the barrel eye fish, but first we have to see what Blathers would have to say about the barrel eye. He'll say, the barrel eye is a deep sea fish with protuberant eyes and a clear head, so some of its organs are visible. At first blush, a transparent head seems absurd, but there is a reason, so it can see things directly above But I must confess, the more I learn about deep sea fish, the happier I am to live on dry land. You have to do the what? Oh, I have to do the what? What? (laughs) (laughs) How dare I not commit? Yeah, I always commit, (laughs) Olivia. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, okay, so now I get to evaluate Blather's description, which is exciting. Yeah, he's quite right. They do have a transparent head, and they have their protuberant eyes, a.k.a. barrel eyes. But it's interesting, we'll talk about this, the the head isn't just transparent so that it can see things directly above it. It does do that, but it also has other reasons that it's transparent, which is very cool. So I'm excited to get into that. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but first I wanted to just say that, so like I said, there's really not very much known about the barrel eye. We've known about them, that they existed since the late 1930s, but really, like, they didn't know, you know, why they have the transparent head or, like, why they have barrel eyes, really, or anything like this. But in 2009, two researchers from the Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute named Bruce Robinson and Kim Riesenblicker were actually able to send down an uncrewed robot and capture the first video of this barrel eye, which is specifically the Macropinna microstoma. That's the one that's in the game. And so a lot of what I'm going to be talking about is based off of their research because it's really like the first time we've really been able to observe them. And then also there's a great like short SciShow video with Hank Green that I also watched and that sums up kind of most of the information about them quite nicely as well. Um, So I'd recommend that. Yeah, we love some SciShow. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, to dive into it, the barrel eyes, which are also sometimes called spookfish, that's actually a whole family of fish called the Opisthoproctidae. So yeah, it's a whole family where they're all pretty similar. Like they all like have the transparent head and these barrel eyes. But they do, like, some of them have, you know, shorter bodies or longer bodies, and some actually have, like, a few bioluminescent organs, but others don't. And I think that this one that we're going to talk about, the Macropinna microstoma, I don't think that one has bioluminescent organs, so I'm not really going to be talking about that because they've got their own cool stuff going on. (laughs) So yeah, we're going to focus on the Macropinna microstoma. Because, yeah, that's the one that is shown in Animal Crossing. And also it's the one that these researchers were actually able to capture on video. So they're kind of the ones that tell us a lot of what we know about barrel Mm -hmm. eyes. So shout out to uh, Bruce and Kim for their excellent research. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm not sure what they've been up to since 2009, but they really, that 2009 study was just like the definitive barrel eye research. Nice. I also just want to say that the name Spookfish is possibly the best name I've ever heard. It's so cute. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not like demon fish or like anything really scary. It's like Spookfish. Like it's a little spooky. It, it gives me like also Nintendo vibes. Like yeah. it feels like it should be in Mario Kart or something. <laughs> Like something you'd like get when you capture a star. I, I've never played Mario Kart very much, but whenever you get like a power up, like the spook yeah. fish, and then you throw it behind you. <laughs> it spooks people behind it you or something. <laughs> With its transparent head. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is a deep sea fish. So this particular species lives 600 to 800 meters or about 1900 to 2600 feet below the surface of the ocean. 
and they live in tropical to temperate waters in the Pacific, Atlantic, and Indian Oceans. So they can actually be found off the coast of the U.S., and that is where these researchers from Monterey Bay found them, was off the coast of California. And in terms of what they look like, so they are a small, dark fish, and they have big fins. The fin on the tops and sides are pretty dark, but then they have a back fin that is quite a pretty, like, transparent, bluey-greeny color that kind of matches their head. But of course, what really stands out about them is their head, which is fully transparent. I thought it was bioluminescent, but it's not. It's just oh. just kind of glowy and see-through. Yeah, because if you look at a picture of them, it looks... And it's probably a feature of how the photo has been taken, but it looks like it's glowing. Because the rest of its body is so dark that it looks yeah. like it's sort of... Like, it, the rest of its body is a silhouette, but then it looks like its head is being illuminated from within. I think it's probably, like, reflecting the lights from mm. the underwater sub or something, because... Yeah, I couldn't find anything about the actual, like, organs in the head being bioluminescent. But yeah, I would describe it as, like, they really remind me of some people, like, when they build their own computers and stuff, and they have, like, the see-through towers. That's what it reminds (laughs) me of. (laughs) Like, those old ones. I don't know if you ever had them in your school, but, like, my elementary school had, like, really old MacBooks that... The, like, computer itself was, like, transparent and green or blue. Like, it was, like, one of those round monitors, and it was, like, you could kind of see into it. That's definitely the vibe. Yes, exactly. And then they have this little mouth, and then it looks like they have little eyes above the mouth that just look like little black, like, slits or something. But those are actually nares, which are, like, fish nostrils. And so the eyes are actually these big green like ball slash barrel looking things that are at the top of the head. Like they look like big, almost like tennis balls or something. And those are the eyes. They do not look like eyes to me, but those are the eyes. And to repeat, they are green. Like they're like a bright green color. That is so weird. Yeah. And like Blather said, they look up out of the top of its transparent Uh. head. (laughs) So they're like looking through their own head up towards the surface of the ocean. Oh my God. When you look at these fish, like I would never think that those are nostrils. They look so much like droopy Eeyore eyes. Like they're just, but when you think of it as the nostril, this fish suddenly becomes like a thousand times weirder looking, like, like really creepy. It's got like green alien eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something so unsettling about the eyes, like, you know, not having pupils that are looking at you. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're because they're looking up away from you. And yeah, it just it definitely is like one of those weird things where, yeah, when you realize that those are the nostrils and not the eyes, it just it goes from being cute to weird. Yeah, yeah, because it does look kind of cute. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so the eyes They are like tubular, so that's where the barrel eye name comes from. And they're tubular because, or scientists think that they're tubular because that means they can work like binoculars, so they can see further away, which is important in, you know, the deep sea. Like, it's already, you already want to have big eyes so that you get more light coming in. But then also, since they have these tube eyes, it's like an extra 
yeah, binocular thing where they can see further. That's interesting because it makes me think of like owls, which have tube-shaped eyes as well. And that sort of, they can't rotate their eyes in their sockets because of that. And then they have really, really good vision from a distance. Yeah, so maybe Blathers has more in common with them than he'd like to think. Oh, no. No one tell him. (laughs) He's going to be very upset. So why are the eyes green? Is there a purpose to that beyond looking really creepy or spooky, as their name is? Very spooky. Yeah, biologists think that, that the green of the eyes acts like a filter because even though they're in the deep sea, when they look up out of the top of their head, there's still sunlight coming down and it can be hard to see their prey against the light especially because a lot of their prey is jellyfish and the jellyfish are bioluminescent so it can be hard to see them against the light so the green helps filter out the sunlight and then they just see the bioluminescence and then they can like identify the jellyfish and and other small fish dang so they have like super powered eyesight just x-ray eyesight that's not quite right. It's like <laughs> sunglasses, built-in sunglasses. Is that a better analogy? Yeah, it's like sunglass binoculars. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Which are very cool. And yeah, I mean, the reason that they look up, right? Because I mean, that's like quite a weird thing. Like, why would they look up out the top of their head? It's because they're actually looking up and scanning for prey. So like, they like to hang out below their prey and look up for prey if that makes sense which is quite interesting strategy like I saw someone in one of the YouTube video comments commenting that it's like creepy (laughs) like (laughs) I don't know there's just something creepy about the idea of being watched from below yeah well I think that's everyone's fear when you go into the ocean is it not like it's always my fear I go into a pool and I'm like my brain's like what if a shark just came and jumped up and ate you? And I'm like in a public <laughs> pool in central Alberta. But I'm like, oh my God, what if? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just an inherent, like ingrained fear. So, okay. So their eyes, they got to see above them. But why through their head? Why not just have the eyeballs on top of their head? Like a perfectly respectable, uh, I don't know, flounder or something. Yeah, it's a really good question. And this is kind of what Blathers didn't answer in his description. Because, yeah, like, why not just have the eyes in the top of the head? Yeah, why have the see-through part of the head at all? It just seems kind of like an extra step. But there's actually such a cool reason. So these these researchers, they think that the barrel eyes steal their food from siphonophores, which... If you recognize that name, those are the animals which are, they're not true jellyfish, but they're jellyfish-like animals. Like Portuguese man-o'-wars are a type of siphonophore and other types of sort of jellyfish-like animals that they have like extremely long, extremely stingy tentacles and they can grow, like siphonophores can grow up to 10 meters or 33 feet long. Oh my god. And they drift through the water and they trail like thousands of stinging tentacles. And it works like a net where they just capture all of this prey, like small fish and stuff in this like stinging net, basically. And so researchers think that the barrel eye fish 
actually like swim into the tentacles and take food out of this like net. That is bold. I would not expect that from such a like chonky looking fish. Doesn't yeah. look like it have have the guts to just like <laughs> literally swim through a thousand stinging tentacles. Oy. But if you can stomach it, it's such a good way to get prey because they're all kind of just hanging out there. Yeah, they don't expect that. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a spider's web, like moving through the water. So this is where the transparent head comes in because since their eyes are inside of the head, it protects their sensitive eyes from the stings, from the siphonophores. And their head acts like a shield. So... <gasps> Actually, when this undersea robot submarine went down to take the video of the barrel eye, they revealed a previously undescribed feature of the fish, which is that this the transparent head is filled with fluid and it has like a shield that covers the top of the fish's head where the eyes are. And they compared it to like a jet fighter plane, you know, the, the shield part that the fighter would sit under. Oh, that's so cool. Like the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, window. I don't know what that's called. Like the windshield shield thing, <laughs> which is, is such a cool adaptation. And the really cool thing is that, so this was only 2009 that they, that they found that it is like this fluid-filled shield. And most of the descriptions and illustrations of the fish from before then didn't show that shield because that part is quite fragile and when researchers would like bring the fish up in nets to try to study them that part would have been destroyed in that process so they never got to see it but one these researchers were able to actually observe them like in their habitat from and you can see it in the video which we'll definitely post but then also they were able to bring a barrel eye to the surface alive And it survived for several hours in an aquarium that they had on the ship. And that's where they were able to confirm that they have this shield head. That's amazing. So not only does it have alien-like eyes, it has like a spacesuit helmet. Because that was the other thing I was kind of thinking about. Is it sort of looks like they're peering through this, yeah, this like helmet glass. That's so neat. That's very true. Yeah, maybe they are aliens. I don't know. We're confirming this suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the one thing I'm wondering too with this is if they're always looking up, how can they see what they're eating? Like, do they just have to sort of blindly mow the round once they get close to food, I guess? Yeah, see, like this was such a big thing that scientists didn't know because up until now, up until this 2009 expedition scientists thought that all barrel eye fish had their eyes fixed in place looking up so they saw it as sort of like a tunnel vision view where they could only see what was directly above their head but these researchers from the monterey bay aquarium research institute showed that their eyes can actually rotate within the shield so they can rotate them like down to sort of a normal position but it seems like they do that when they're moving up so it's like they're they're horizontal and they're looking up at their prey and then they move into like a vertical position and their eyes then move so that they're facing their mouth, if that makes sense. Oh, and then they move okay. vertically up and like grab their food and eat it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
so that's kind of when the the eyes rotate but it but they can rotate which is important and a really big discovery yeah I mean I wouldn't expect that it it doesn't these eyes just keep getting weirder and weirder like they look pretty fixed in the skull just looking at the one photo that exists of them on google but yeah uh, Wow, that's neat. And the researchers did confirm this once they successfully brought up the fish in the aquarium. They saw it, you know, moving from horizontal to being vertical and having its eyes face its mouth. So they they were able to see that like up close and confirm it, which is pretty cool. So are there other adaptations that the barrel eye has for living in the deep sea beyond these amazing eyes and this shield face? Yeah, definitely. I feel like deep sea creatures usually have so many adaptations because the deep sea is just such a crazy place to be. So one thing that they have is, I mentioned it briefly, but they have really large fins and those fins are very flat and it allows them to remain nearly motionless in the water and maneuver very precisely. So they can they can be really stealthy when they're, you know, watching their prey from below and they just kind of hover in the water. And it was really cute. The The researchers compared it to their own like robotic submarine that they have. Aww. Now you can hover. <laughs> that was a cute little comparison. But yeah, so they have those large flat fins. And then they also have, as I mentioned, a small mouth, which means they can be selective in capturing small prey. But they have a really big digestive system. So like small mouth big digestive system, which the researchers think means they can eat a variety of small drifting animals as well as jellies. And the stomachs of the two fish that those researchers caught did contain fragments of jellies, which is pretty cool. That is neat. Do we know anything about their reproduction? Only a little bit is known or I guess hypothesized about their reproduction. So scientists think that they're pelagic spawners, which means they just release all their eggs and sperm directly into the water to mix up and fertilize. And the cool thing is that the larvae and the juveniles actually act like plankton and they drift in shallower currents. So even though the adults live in deeper water, the younger stages will be up near the surface. And then once they become adults, then they move deeper. Oh, interesting. I wonder how they know that these juveniles are barrel eye. Like whether it requires genetic testing or if they just look like really tiny barrel eye if you put them under a microscope. I always find myself wondering that. I didn't see any pictures of like (laughs) what they look like. I mean, really, like I think you mentioned it to me before we started recording about working on the illustration, but like there's literally so few pictures of them. Like there's this one video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And everyone was so excited that this got caught on video for the Mm -hmm. first time ever. Yeah, it's amazing how some things that like, I don't know, if you Google like weird animals, you you get like all these lists of animals that are really amazing, but honestly, we don't know a lot about. And so people might recognize what it is or be like, oh, I think I've seen a picture of that before (laughs) or like in a book. But I mean, like we don't know that much. And you would think that really weird things would be very appealing to research. But I guess there's just a lot of weird stuff up there. (laughs) Yeah, that was the really cool point made by these researchers and by the aquarium was that it's really cool that we can now have these uncrewed robotic submarines that can go down and capture video of what's happening in the deep sea. So hopefully there will be lots more research coming out in the future about 
these creatures that we don't know very much about. Absolutely. So in terms of conservation, how are these fish doing? Do we know that much about their populations? Is there any imminent threat that we can that we can tell? Yeah, so unfortunately, like a lot of deep sea creatures, we really don't know much at all about their conservation status. I really couldn't find anything, but I mean, if you look it up, it'll just tell you that they're not extinct, <laughs> which is, I guess, always good. But I did find it notable that it does seem like they get caught in nets sometimes and that they're quite fragile and, you know, that that shield can break when they're caught in nets. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know what the context of that is because they, they are quite deep. So maybe this was just in a research context. But yeah, I can't say anything definitively about conservation. But I did read that Robinson and Reese and Blicker the two researchers from Monterey Bay Aquarium, they do want to keep studying them. I mean, this was 2009, so maybe they might have some new stuff coming out soon. So yeah, maybe they'll be more known one day about them. Yeah, I certainly hope so. This seems like really cool research in Monterey Bay Aquarium. Dang, they really are out here with all the cool, the cool facts. Yeah, this is like one of those studies that is just, you just read it and you're like, wow, this was a huge contribution to mm-hmm. the science around this, not just this species, but also all the barrel eyes in that family. Because it was a huge breakthrough to learn that the eyes can actually move, like they can rotate. And then also about the shield head. So yeah, huge contribution to science <laughs> in this one robotic submarine study. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Sophia. And thanks everyone for listening. Please take a second to leave a rating and a review and don't forget to subscribe. We're also going to be doing an Ask Us Anything episode soon, so please DM us your questions at Beyond Blathers on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to hear if there's anything that you're curious about, about us, so yeah, truly ask us anything. Tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye! Bye!